When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it'll get you, though? For just $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares our values. Go to puretalk.com slash clay to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com slash clay. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome on in, everybody, to the Friday edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. We've got... A lot to discuss with you today. I mean, first off, as I'm sure some of you have seen, no doubt, um, the trial in Georgia for Donald Trump is set to be televised if it is, in fact, to happen. So that is a pretty remarkable circumstance. I mean, you, you think that Trump is the greatest political show on earth, that's for sure, but... Uh, <laughs> The Trump revolution, so to speak, will be televised. That's what they're telling us right now, which I think is is a pretty astonishing place for things to be. Um, we've also got, Clay, more on the, the situation of the various primary candidates right now, including Mr. Vivek Ramaswamy and others, what they're up to, what they're doing. Um, Biden here laughs at a question over whether he will hand over his bank records and then moves on dodging a probe into Hunter's business deals. How long do you think the, the dodge is going to work here for good old Joe Biden before maybe the political pressure creates some real problems for him? Or or is there even a level clay that it could reach? Is it just going to keep going on as is? I think it's as long as the Democrats decide that Joe Biden is their best vessel to win in 2024. And the thing that I think is the most fascinating about the dynamics surrounding Biden is, and I understand people don't necessarily buy this, everybody doesn't, although I think increasingly more and more people do, Biden is such a weak candidate that I think many Republican primary voters 
have not focused as much on electability because Biden is so weak, they feel like anybody's going to beat Biden. Now, there's different candidates out there. Some of the Trump people say Trump would beat Biden the worst. The DeSantis people are saying this is the number one reason why we should be picked because we will definitely beat Biden, whereas other candidates believe that Trump might lose. I think there's 50% of our audience that believes Trump is the strongest candidate, 50% that believe the other. But I think maybe what all of those candidates are united in is they think they'll beat Biden. And I wonder how much Democrats now are coming to grips with the fact that Biden is a profoundly weak candidate, the weakest incumbent president that they have had certainly since Jimmy Carter, and Buck, maybe even weaker than Jimmy Carter. Because at least for Jimmy Carter, there was no questions about his cognition, about his mental and physical fitness and ability to be president. My biggest concern about all of the Trump legal shenanigans is not necessarily the legality of them or the battle, although that is significant. It's that every moment we spend talking about the challenges of proving conspiracy in Georgia or in Washington, D.C. or document handling in in South Florida is time we don't spend discussing the complete and utter failure of Joe Biden's tenure as president of the United States. And I think that's ultimately what the Biden team is rooting for, is that they want Trump because the story then becomes Trump, not Biden, when the reality is this should 100%, this election that is coming up uh, next year, should 100% be the referendum on the current sitting president of the United States but there's this question lingering out there. Can Trump let anything not be about Trump? And so that's kind of the way that I would assess things as we begin. I don't know if you're in this camp. I always think of September 1st as the default start of fall. And I know there's a debate out there. People say, oh, it's September 21st. Other people say, well, it's the day after Labor Day when officially everybody has to go back to work on uh, that upcoming Tuesday. But now I think we enter into what is quite clearly the fall campaign season. And now things begin in earnest. Everybody's back from vacation. And we find out, okay, what's going to be the story in Iowa? How much of a battleground is Iowa truly going to be? Because we're about four months, four and a half months away from the first votes. I know it's a caucus, but the first votes being cast in the 2024 election. Can I just throw out there as well, you know, this is where we do the the Rumsfeldian uh, unknown unknowns, and and a part of that, or you could maybe argue this actually is a, is a known unknown, fine, um, which is something that could happen to the economy, some incident. We all know that there's a possibility of a recession at some point still in the near future. There's always a possibility of a recession, but we could be hitting one. But maybe a shoe drops. That's what I mean by the unknown unknowns. Maybe something comes out of nowhere and all of a sudden things feel very different. There's a... A little bit of a, a little bit of a moment here, Clay, you're seeing for people like, uh, Rick Santelli, most famous, I think, still. Isn't it amazing? He, he's the guy, people think of the tea party and the tri-corner oh, yeah. hats and people playing a fife and walking around in the gatherings and all that back in 2010. And it was a remarkable political movement that got a lot of Republicans elected, especially to Congress. To this day, some of the most prominent Republicans are tea party, uh, elected folks, if you will. And, 
here is uh, Rick Santelli called for the Tea Party. That's why I think it was on the floor of the Chicago Mercantile Exchange. And here he is saying, you know, things are getting uh, a little interesting here. Unemployment rate jumped to 3.8%. Play two. The unemployment rate jumped to 3.8%. 3.8%. In order to find a higher, well, you go to February 22, we're at 3.8. January of 22, 4.0. So, look. That, that that alone, that's just one thing, right? That's one data point you can add in. But there's a lot of stuff right now out there. You look at the amount of debt that people have accumulated, the credit card debt that's out there. You look at the stock market that has um, really, I think, six stocks. NVIDIA is the most well I mean, NVIDIA is whatever and so focused on if you're an investor. But there are others that have been effectively carrying the market on their back, which is a weird thing because most other stocks in the S&P 500 are pretty flat. You just have a number of mega stocks that are eight that have some AI connection. And yeah, um, that's, I think, Clay, where you could see something get really dodgy for the economy. And if that happens, uh, this is a long way of saying Joe Biden in a bad economy, Democrats are at the break the glass phase, right? Then, then all bets are off. Yeah. And, and effectively, I think you have to look. Whether you're rich and you're focused on what the S&P 500 has done. Basically, the S&P 500 is flat since Joe Biden came into office. I know it's up a little bit, but certainly if you factor in that we had 10% inflation, nobody who is invested in the stock market feels like their 401k or their nest egg has really grown very much during the Biden era. And then you filter it all the way down from the very rich and you go all the way down to the middle class. Does anybody middle class right now? It's not only that the unemployment rate starting to tick up, Buck. It's that your real purchase power is down. That is the value of a dollar relative to inflation and your increase in wages if you work is lower. If you're out there and you feel to yourself like, man, and I do, I, I, I can't tell you, Buck, the amount of times I got three growing boys. That I go through, and I understand that you're not supposed to eat fast food. It's not healthy enough. We eat a lot of fast food off and on in the Travis household. I can't go through the fast food with three kids in my car for less than 50 bucks now. 50 bucks used to be, oh, let's go out to Chili's. Let's go out to Applebee's. Let's go out to TGI Fridays. You know, a place where you would sit down a fast, casual dining spot. used to be able to eat with a family for 50 or 60 bucks. You can't do that anywhere near that now. You can't go through the Chick-fil-A drive-through for under $50 and get, you know, three chicken sandwiches, a bunch of fries and some drinks. I mean, it's crazy how expensive all this has gotten. So you talk about that for middle class, lower middle class. And Buck, do you know what else is happening? The price of gas is going back up. And remember when they tried to argue, oh, this is the Putin, Putin gas tax. Uh, back in the summer of 21, I guess it was when, when the gas, and I know many of you out there, when I say five bucks are going to say, Hey, I'm in California. We pay over $6 a gallon. I get it, but it got over $5 everywhere in the, in the summer of 21. And while you're standing there watching that number continue to tick up, we're getting back over $4 a gallon in many different parts of the country now. And that is a very real tax on everybody. And so you do feel, if you're sitting around, you're like, man, literally the money in my pocket doesn't go as far as it used to 
That's not made up. When you go to the grocery store, and this is important, when they say inflation is down to 3 or 4 or 5% or whatever it is right now, that's on top of the double-digit inflation that we've already seen effectively. They don't dial prices back. So when it's only going up 3% now, it's 3% on top of the 9%. It's all double-digit. You're not making it up. Your economic situation is far worse under Joe Biden. And yet Biden just thinks that he can keep cruising with the way things are. By the way, when I said a, a bad economy, I think the economy is far weaker than it should be under a better administration. But I mean, if we were to fall into something that everybody would have to admit is is a recession, you know, there was a time, and there have been numerous times in the last 12 months, and we even talked to Mr. Wonderful about it earlier in the week, where there were a lot of major economic forecasters, you know, with names that everybody knows, big institutions saying there's a good chance, a good chance of recession. No one's saying that now. Well, you know, nobody was saying there's a great chance of recession or a big chance of recession in, uh, you know, late 2007, early 2008. Um, and yet things change very dramatically. So I think that's something to keep an eye on here. Um, the assumption that the way things are is the way things will be is generally a fallacy in, in politics and in economics. And the fact that Biden just thinks he can laugh off requests for his banking records. This is, this is the, uh, I mentioned this play clip four. Here he is. It's all funny to him. Let's talk about why I'm here. He's just, just trying to evade Clay. I don't know how long that will last for him as a tactic, as a strategy. I think it lasts, Buck, only as long as Democrats, when they look at the polling, think Joe Biden's going to keep us in the White House for 2024. Because as you've said, and we've said on this show for some time, he's a Trojan horse candidate. And as soon as they decide, boy, this Biden Trojan horse is not working, they're not going to open the gates, we're not polling well. And I really think the panic would set in uh if he has... And I think he will, and I hate to predict it, but if he has a Mitch McConnell-like moment in the next few months, at some point, he's not doing very many public events, but that Mitch McConnell double freezing that we've seen, I think something like that's going to happen for Biden. I hate to say it. I hate to predict it. We saw him fall on the stage at Air Force, which was bad enough. We've seen him stumble on the Air Force uh, steps. There's going to be something. It may not be freezing. But I think there's going to be something in the next couple of months, given with the trajectory of Biden, where something happens and people say, even even uh, Democrats uh, say this is reckless. Remember, 77 percent of the American public doesn't think he's up to the job. He's managed to unite people in at least one thing, and that's understanding that he's not mentally or physically fit enough to do the job. If there's one thing you can confidently say about the Biden administration, it's that they never fail to disappoint when it comes to disappointing people and the economy along with that. So what I'm about to share with you certainly falls into that category. According to former Wall Street insider and digital currency expert Tika Tiwari, this administration plans to announce a forthcoming change to our currency system. This plan, according to those who are talking about it right now, is meant to replace every dollar with a digital dollar, a central bank digital currency. And this could cause an amazing disruption. Even the publication Business Insider has written, the U.S. Treasury has made its strongest indication that a central bank digital currency is on the table. Tika Tawari believes the official announcement could come as soon as this fall. That's why he released a controversial video to help you prepare. Go to dollarrecall.com to see this video. Some people in the government 
don't want you to see and learn how to opt out of this digital dollar. That's dollarrecall.com, dollarrecall.com, paid for by Palm Beach Research Group. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton, making sense in an insane world. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you have access to potential tax benefits and you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax advantage income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Labrador's core executive team has more than 190 years of combined oil and gas experience and has drilled thousands of oil and gas wells. They're dedicated to mitigating risk while providing accredited investors with sound returns. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. American energy independence is crucial for our national security and future prosperity, and Labrador Energy is leading the charge to make that a reality. Invest in U.S. oil and gas today. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less, every time you play. You pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free prize picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match. Up to $100. Download the Prize Picks app. Use promo code CLAY, that's C L A Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Born on America's darkest day of 9 11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes ever since. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays the mortgage on the family home to lift the financial burden. For severely injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel the to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling severely injured heroes to move around their homes more independently. Through the Foundation's Homeless Veteran Program, Tunnel the to Towers is providing housing and services to homeless veterans. More than 3,300 were helped last year alone. Because all veterans who honorably served, whether in peacetime or war, deserve our nation's gratitude. People who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities need your help now more than ever. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of this country's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton. We're going to be joined by our friend Alex Berenson, by the way, in the second hour. And I hate on a Friday going into the holiday weekend to share some bad news with you, but he says there's now emerging evidence that kids who got the COVID shot are having very significant
potentially negative consequences from that shot while gaining virtually no protection because the positive, uh, to the extent there was any, is that COVID has had almost zero impact on young, healthy children, uh, despite all the different infections that have gone on over the past three years. So we'll talk with uh, him about that in the second hour. Some really good news, by the way, uh, I want to share with you Tuesday... This radio program, along with Sean Hannity, Glenn Beck, many of the premier programs that you listen to on a day-to-day basis, we're adding the Detroit area. So we added Washington, D.C. a uh, few weeks ago, major addition, big station in the Washington, D.C. area. We're going to be up there, by the way, in October to celebrate our launch on that station in D.C., I bet we will be up at some point in Detroit to celebrate that we will now be on 9:10 a.m. Big 50,000 watt station. You'll be able to hear it everywhere very, very well. Um, all over Southeast Michigan. This is my wife's hometown. Coming out of Labor Day, we will be live with all of you on 9:10 a.m. So we've heard a lot. Over the years, last couple of years, as Buck and I have been on, hey, we can't hear you in D.C., we can't hear you in Detroit, two major markets for radio. We're now on both those places. And frankly, Buck, we keep checking off major cities, the only two that I can even hardly think of. You may have uh, some on your roster. Dallas, because it is a competitor station that is basically on lockdown, uh, competitor uh, radio company. We have not yet gotten on in Dallas and I think Chicago area. That's it. I mean, we basically are on virtually every other metropolitan area radio. Uh, and certainly you can stream through the iHeartRadio app. You can always listen to us everywhere. We love all of our affiliates. We're over 500 of them now, uh, which is a massive number. And basically we are on almost every major city in America now. So that's a credit to you guys as we come up and now have entered the third year of the program with Buck and me. Uh, we're really excited about this. I am a big fan of this show, so I am happy to see the show doing well. No doubt. And uh, I'm excited because my wife's family, like I said, is all in Michigan, and they have been personally asking me, hey, when can I turn on the radio and find your show? And now the answer is 9, 10 a.m., starting on Tuesday. Cannot wait for that. It's going to be really, really cool, and we appreciate all of you supporting the show and listening all the different ways that you are. Uh, obviously, we've got Tudor Dixon as a part of our podcast network. She has got a monster audience in Michigan. She was just texting me a few minutes ago about how excited she is for this show to be on all over southeast Michigan in what is likely to be very much of a battleground state in 2024. So we'll talk more about that. Uh, and some of the comments that are coming out of Georgia. We talked a lot about this yesterday. Brian Kemp teeing off. Uh, I think you'll want to hear it. Our friend Dutch Mendenhall, been busy this year. Co-founder, CEO of Rad Diversified. He's president of the Alternative Investment Association. This summer, he released a book that defines and explains his thinking on debt in America. Title of the book, Money Shackles, referring to the debt that Americans take on in the process of buying a new vehicle, going to college, any number of ways. Many people believe these are bad burdens to contend with. Dutch believes acceptance of debt stems from wrong thoughts and wrong teachings. And in his book, he'll give you the strategies to use debt to your advantage. Tap into lucrative alternative investment vehicles to redefine your American dream. 
Dutch is on a mission to be at the forefront of the greatest financial change in American history and to look beyond Wall Street, see the future of alternative investments. Dream with money shackles. Learn more at vrad.com. That's T-H-E-R-A-D.com. Break free from your money shackles. Visit vrad.com. You know, we're going to be talking about uh, some troubling data about the vaccines, the COVID vaccine, with Alex Berenson in the next hour. Um, but there's there's an issue, a new story that we haven't gotten to yet on the program that I thought we should that deals with uh, vaccines, COVID vaccines, and also, uh, I believe, actually, all, all vaccines in a sense, the New York City public school system and uh, the migrant children, the children of people that come into the country illegally who are now overwhelming. And to be clear, Democrats are, are all in New York saying the mayor, the, the governor of New York, Hochul, um, who is a true first class imbecile. Um, the, the, the Democrat apparatus of New York is saying that they can't handle this. They're saying that the influx is too much on the resources. It's taking billions of dollars, et cetera, et cetera. And now, so we can all at least have an honest conversation about that, that they can't afford it, which is interesting because I thought that that bringing in illegals, according to the Democrats, was going to make us all wealthier and better as a country and everything else. Um, but in New York specifically, they've decided, and here we actually have a member of the New York City Council, I believe, talking about this. Uh, or maybe it's a school a school chancellor, I don't know, some New York bureaucrat. Here she is telling everybody that if you are a if you are an American child, you must be fully vaccinated, and I believe it includes COVID vaccination, but you must be you must have all your vaccinations per requirements of the New York City Department of Education. However, if you are a migrant child as in your parents brought you illegally into the United States, you do not have to be vaccinated. Play this clip, please. Students in temporary housing, they do not need to show proof of vaccination in order to enter school. However, we are working with our partners in health and hospitals. They've been amazing um, with DSS. Um, with near with the Department of Health um, to get the students vaccinated. Clay, that was the chief of staff to the school's chancellor. That's why I was, you know, public uh, public school bureaucrat in New York. Think about this: the whole point of the vaccinations and the and the mandatory vaccinations that all these kids have to get is to protect other kids from getting these possible viruses. Children are coming across the border. From countries where I would note, especially some of the vaccine, some of the things you get vaccinated for, whether like whooping cough or, you know, the, you know, you measles, mumps, rubella, measles, like mumps, the rubella, basic thank stuff. You, this yeah. kind of stuff. Far more common in those countries to begin with. And they don't have to be vaccinated to go to school with your kids. So if you're born and raised in New York City, born and raised in Manhattan or the Bronx or Staten Island, you don't want to get your kid vaccinated or haven't gotten your kid vaccinated, can't go to school. You're a migrant who's been in the country for a couple of weeks, and your children have a waived requirement for vaccination to be in the school. If this is about health and safety, how the heck can they get away with waiving this requirement? This is the same issue that I've been hammering, Buck, for years now. 
on this show. They don't require you to get the COVID shot to come into the country if you're an illegal immigrant. This is a U.S. Open is going on up in New York City now. Novak Djokovic is now able to actually play. He wasn't allowed to come, even though he'd had COVID multiple times because he refused to get the COVID shot. He wasn't allowed to enter the country. And we made the joke, and I can't believe that this is real, but that if Novak Djokovic threw a backpack on, uh, flew into Mexico, and decided to walk across the southern border, he would be able to legally enter the country, despite the fact that he didn't get the COVID shot. But he couldn't come in on an airplane flight uh, because he didn't have the COVID shot. Now, this is ridiculous. And now in New York, which you know better than anybody because you lived through COVID in New York, you couldn't go to McDonald's without showing your COVID shot card to get into Manhattan, right? Like you had to have a COVID shot card to be able to enter into virtually any restaurant in the, in the entire city of Manhattan and all over New York state. Can I also tell everybody that, that the, again, the Democrat enclave of New York city, the dystopia increasingly, um, that they bring about, they won't even give any religious exemptions for yeah. any of the any of the mandated keep in mind everybody this isn't just this isn't like a covid thing specifically any mandated vaccine they will not give you any an exemption doesn't matter what your religion says doesn't matter what the parents say fine but if you're an illegal the rules don't apply i just think about that for a moment everyone if you're an illegal you can be a health risk to other children in the classroom but if you are an american you are barred from attending school until you get these shots. It's, it, you, if you are paying taxes, you are not, you are held to a higher standard than someone who is not paying taxes at all. Already, if you live in New York, what do we say, Buck? The numbers are coming out now. It's going to cost billions with the B, billions of dollars based on the influx of illegal immigrants that New York is currently taking care of. Remember, we had this big discussion. What was it? Prospect Park in, uh, in Brooklyn that they had basically given over. They taken away the soccer fields. They were allowing all of these different, uh, immigrants to stay there. And we had the article we were reading from the New York Post. The guy said, yeah, we get several meals a day. Uh, we've got Wi-Fi. We've got access to a big swimming pool. Basically, if you lived in South America, New York is incentivizing people to come and have a better vacation in New York while also being able to make way more money than you could afford to have in your own country. And you don't think they're getting on the free Wi-Fi buck and calling all their friends and family down in South America and saying, America really is the land of milk and honey. Well, yeah, it's the land of milk and honey if your tax dollars are being used to support non-Americans and now your kids are being held to a higher standard to go get the COVID shot, which we're going to talk about in the second hour, that there is strong evidence now is far more troubling in terms of its health impact on young children than the benefit that they're going to get. And again, this is just more of the same. Nobody's ever been able to answer that question, and I've never even heard hardly anybody in the Biden administration asked, if COVID were so dangerous, why did you not test everybody coming across the southern border and allow them in here without any vaccine requirement when you weren't allowed to come in on an airplane? But you can walk across the southern border and become a permanent resident? It never made any logical sense at all. It was never really about keeping people safe. 
Because if it is about safety, you make no exceptions. And this was a mentality you saw from Democrats across the board during the COVID era, whether it was Gavin Newsom at French Laundry after shutting down all the restaurants for everybody, or London uh, London Breed in the uh, nightclub when there was oh, yeah. a shutdown or social distancing in effect. And, you know, you go down the list, all these different... I mean, uh, what was it? Um, who was the one who got the mayor got the haircut? Wasn't that? Uh, oh well, well, Nancy Pelosi got. She got oh yeah, she had her, her hair done, like private, yeah. you know, like high end. Yes. But but you go down this list, all these people, and it's because they don't really believe the health guidance they were bludgeoning everybody else with. And when it comes to the vaccination in the schools, there are going to be a lot of kids from countries that are high risk for the spread of some of these disease that's just a matter of statistics and epidemiological reality who are in the new york city public school system and you're just saying the rules don't apply why because migrants are effectively considered a victim class and therefore democrats decide that illegal immigrants are now elevated above uh the laws that all the rest of us are subjected to it it is it is truly astonishing, but I guess not surprising at the same time. You know, on Labor Day weekends like this one, family and friends often get together for one last summer vacation gathering. How many memories are made at the lake, along the river, wherever you get together with those you care about? Before we recorded all those moments with our cell phone video cameras, the video cam was the way we captured those memories being made. You had dozens of videotape cassettes as a result. All these years later, it's time to digitally transfer what's on those tapes onto digital files that you can see anytime, whether that's a link you click on with all those memories contained in the cloud or a thumb drive or even DVD. Legacy Box is the company you can rely on for this. This is a Tennessee-based company with more than 200 technicians, all skilled in hand-transferring your memories from, uh, from a digital file, or rather from whatever it was in the past, to a digital file now. Those files will last forever, and you can watch them easily and share them freely with family and friends. You can trust Legacy Box to do this correctly for you and return all of your original videotapes when they're finished with the digital transfer process. Go to LegacyBox.com slash Buck to get a remarkable 55% off. That's LegacyBox.com slash B-U-C-K, LegacyBox.com slash Buck. Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck, a new podcast. Find it on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you have access to potential tax benefits, and you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Labrador's core executive team has more than 190 years of combined oil and gas experience and has drilled thousands of oil and gas wells. They're dedicated to mitigating risk while providing accredited investors with sound returns. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. American energy independence is crucial for our national security and future prosperity, and Labrador Energy is leading the charge to make that a reality. Invest in U.S. oil and gas today. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. Born on America's darkest day of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes ever since. 
When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays the mortgage on the family home to lift the financial burden. For severely injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling severely injured heroes to move around their homes more independently. Through the Foundation's Homeless Veteran Program, Tunnel to Towers is providing housing and services to homeless veterans. More than 3,300 were helped last year alone. Because all veterans who honorably served, whether in peacetime or war, deserve our nation's gratitude. People who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities need your help now more than ever. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of this country's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash news. That's LifeLock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Rolling through the Friday edition of the program, headed into the holiday weekend. Hope all of you are safe. Certainly encourage you. Download the podcast. You can listen to it anywhere. I know many of you are going to be out and about uh, getting ready uh, for what, for many people, is the official end of summer. A lot of you on vacation already. Um, one of the big topics, in case you have missed it this week, was Mitch McConnell freezing again. And we talked about that on this program as it pertains to not only Mitch McConnell, but Joe Biden, uh, to Dianne Feinstein, unfortunately to John Fetterman, the number of people that are in prominent positions in this country that are unable to do the jobs for which they have been elected. And now Michael Steele, and he's one of these guys, Buck, who every time I see Michael Steele say anything, uh, I think, I'm glad I have a different opinion than him because it seems like he's gone off the reservation. Have you noticed this where sometimes you hear people and you just, every opinion they have, you're in disagreement with because you think that they have no logical, uh, functional abilities. Maybe some of you out there are like, that's how I feel about you, Clay. Uh, but here's Michael Steele talking about these guys not being too old. A lot of the noise from the chattering classes is that, because it will affect nothing. It will not run Mitch McConnell from his post, nor will it run Dianne Feinstein from hers, or, you know, the President of the United States from his, you know. I'll tell you this, though, is I always find it amusing. All the 40-something-year-olds who are right now talking about, oh, age limits, and, oh, my God, they're too old. When they get that age, they're going to be doing (laughs) the exact same thing, sitting there behind in a seat that everyone's saying they should give up. So it is part of the cycle elected officials hold on to power they don't want to let go of power 
we've never seen anything like this, Buck. No, like this, this argument that these guys are in some way like we're going to be that. I guarantee we couldn't do that. We get kicked out of our chair. We couldn't be as bad at our jobs as these guys are at theirs. Um, yeah, it's it's horrible analysis. I don't know what happened to uh to Mr. Steele, but. Pretty much everything I hear about him about politics in recent years, I'm like, well, well, that's just not anything anyone needs to be hearing. So these guys that are too old and women that are too old that we're talking about, it's not that it's not a perception. It's a it's a functional lack of ability to be of sound mind and body to do really yes. any job with any responsibility attached to it whatsoever. I mean, other than, you know, like feeding the ducks or something. I mean, this is really way too much. And I think everyone understands this, but you know, the, the notion that, um, that this is just the way it's going to be. No, actually we're telling everybody don't vote for these people who are too old. Don't vote for people who show signs. I know, you know, age is just a number who show signs of serious deterioration of faculties just because you know their name and they've got a lot of pack money or whatever. So it, it is actually our job to talk about this as 40 something year olds. Or as anybody, you know, we, we were in our seventies, but we at least could still function at a very high level with no interruption. You would say, well, hold on a second. But the people that we're seeing, it couldn't be any more clear that they can't do this or any job for that matter. And I don't know why, like, who does it? Does Michael Steele not agree with that? Is, oh, they're just going to hold on to power anyway. Well, not if everyone realizes how narcissistic, selfish and disgraceful it is to do so, which is our job to talk about. I just come back. This is opening weekend for college football. And I think it's a good analogy for so many people out there. Just think about it. We hold our high school, college, and pro football coaches to a higher standard of performance than we do our politicians. High school coach. A lot of you Friday night, you're going to, I'm going to watch a high school football game. A lot of you out there are uh, going to watch high school football games where coaches have been fired because they haven't been good enough at coaching high school football. Think about how crazy it is that we hold a higher standard of performance to our high school football coaches than we do our elected officials. Mitch McConnell or Joe Biden or uh, or certainly John Fetterman or Diane Feinstein, they would never be able to coach high school football anywhere in the country. They would, they would have gotten fired 25 years ago. Yet they have some of the most important jobs in the entire country. How have we gotten here? And I just come back, Buck, to 2022, 75% of Americans said, I don't like the direction the country's going. Only one statewide incumbent political official lost his job. The governor of Nevada. Every other one, Democrat and Republican won. Ultimately, that's on us because it's it's one thing to point out, and and I don't mean just you and me. Obviously, we've got a big audience, people to talk to, but everybody out there who votes, because term limits are an argument for the failure of democracy to adequately select the best representatives. And I don't even mean people who necessarily agree with everything that you or me or anybody else out there believes in. I mean just people whose brains work well enough for them to be capable of doing the job. Diane Feinstein, she has no idea what's going on, Buck. She she doesn't have power of attorney in her whole life. Her kids said, Mom can't make decisions anymore. We have to make them for her, yet she is still a senator from California. I don't think it could be any more clear, um, but to your point about incumbents and, and they, that they still win, look, uh, Kentucky 
votes yes. for Mitch McConnell. People still show up, election after election, and and honestly, I'm worried that too many of them would do it again. They'll vote for Mitch McConnell again, and that's on our side, right? Hey, I'm more worried about week. the election going on in Kentucky this November that they're going to elect the Andy Bashir re-elect him, the Democrat governor. He's been a disaster. He failed on everything COVID, and Kentuckians may well go out and make him the only uh, blue, a uh, red state blue governor in the entire uh, South. Every other Southern state has a Republican governor. Well, this is why when people bring up uh, term limits, I always just say, first of all, I think that's that's I understand the desire for it. I also think that it's almost impossible to actually get that through. But put that aside for a moment. The bigger issue isn't term limits, really. Ultimately, it's why are we voting for some of these people? You yeah, know, we could at least do that on the Republican side. Democrats, I know they're crazy. The commies are going to keep electing more crazy commies. We can't change that. But on our side, there are people who keep getting, and it's not even just an age and mental capacity thing. People say, oh, I don't like rhinos. They say, who'd you vote for? Oh, and they name like the biggest rhino in the country. Well, what are you doing? I don't yeah. like the establishment. Well, I voted for the same senator in the last four elections. I don't know. I think you kind of like the establishment. By the way, point of clarity, Louisiana has a Democrat governor. He's term limited out. Looks like the Republican is going to win. North Carolina has a Democrat governor term limited out. Looks like the Republican is going to win. Right now, there's a very strong chance that Kentucky is going to have the only Democrat governor in the entire South beat him. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes and their families since 9-11. These are our first responders and service members who serve our communities and our country or those who die in the line of duty or are severely injured, and our veterans who fought for our nation's freedoms only to return home, fall on tough times, and become homeless. Heroes like Buffalo firefighter Jason Arno and his family. Arno was killed while protecting his community, battling a warehouse fire. He left behind his wife and a young daughter. In their darkest hour, Tunnel the Towers provided Arno's wife and daughter with a mortgage-free home, the foundation lifted a financial burden, enabling them to stay in the home where they made memories with their hero. Join Tunnel the to Towers on its mission to do good. Support the families of America's greatest heroes, the families of fallen first responders like Jason Arno, plus Gold Star families with young kids, severely injured service members, and homeless veterans. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams, offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu.